0: This is the Iowa State Athletics SideCast. The SideCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's sidecast is a visit with Iowa State volleyball coach Christy Johnson-Lynch. The Cyclones are in the NCAA tournament and will travel to Minneapolis this week to take on Creighton Friday afternoon. It's the 13th NCAA appearance in 14 years for the Cyclones. A remarkable run. hope you'll enjoy this visit with Christy Johnson-Lynch. Christy, let's start off by just talking about Sunday evening. What was that like for you guys? Because you're so used to being in that position and Pretty much knowing you're going to be in, okay, and where we're we going to host, or where are we headed, and that's the nervousness. But this was a different kind of nervousness, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, this was very nerve wracking. You know, we we felt we had a good chance, but not. It was definitely not a for sure. And so, sweating it out for sure, very nervous. Um And and then our name was also one of the last to be called. So then you're just really sweating it out. But you know, it was really exciting when our name went up there. And you know, I feel like. Not getting in last year makes you appreciate this even more. you know you almost we almost took it for granted you know we had been in so many years in a row and so you forget that it can be really difficult and you know it's not a guarantee so it was a very kind of sick to your stomach all all day on Sunday just very, very anxious but pretty thrilling when our when our name went up.
0: And it is something you don't want to take for granted, and you're one of only 14 programs that can make the claim of being in 13 of the last 14 NCAA tournaments, only Iowa State and Texas from the from the Big 12. So it's some pretty select company. It's a pretty good group, and it, it just shows how how good this program has been for a long period of time.
1: Thank you. I, I hope so. You know, we – and I've said it a lot, you know, we've always – hoped and one of our goals was that we would be able to be uh, sustain some great play and some great seasons. We didn't want to just be good one or two years. We wanted to be good over time and um, really invest in the program and invest in our players and do things for the long term, and I, you know, I think just getting in the tournament that many years shows that it's hard to do that year after year. You know, you have injuries, you have players leave, you have things that come up that are unexpected, you get bad breaks, and it's really hard to do that year after year. And I think I've appreciated that even more um, the last couple of years. So really proud of the success we've had over these 15 years.
0: Speaking of injuries and bad breaks and things you don't (laughs) expect, uh, arguably your best player, Eleanor Holthouse, missed the last two matches. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about how she's doing and uh, her chances of hopefully playing on Friday?
1: Yeah, we're we're very hopeful. You know, it's a sprained ankle, it was a pretty good one. And um she's getting better every day. She's working her butt off in rehab and she's starting to get on the court this week and you know, I hopefully she'll be jumping here pretty soon and, and playing. So we're hopeful, but you know, we have to be realistic. I you know, she's been off for a while, so she's a tough kid. She uh wants to play so badly. I think she'll if there's if there's any possibility she can play, she'll be out there. But we've also been preparing, you know, for for the scenario if she can't play. So we'll be ready either way. I feel really good about both lineups, and luckily we have some great flexibility in our players right now that we're, we'll be ready either way.
0: Yeah, you did have to do some rearranging in her absence, and Isiana stepped up obviously, and then Mikhail Schuler has really flourished. An outside hitter gives you some uh, options and some versatility, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah, she. You know, we we'd been playing Brooke and Mikhail in practice. We've been playing them both right side and left side should we ever have someone go out, and um, they've both been doing a really nice job, and McHale, you know, really competed as an outside hitter for us early in the year, but we just felt like she wasn't quite ready at that point, and her passing is so good, Libero made a lot of sense, so, you know, when someone gets hurt, it's always an opportunity for someone else to step up, and McHale's done that, Um, you know, I I didn't honestly know how she'd do it as a hitter, she's not, she had not played a, a single set, a full set as a hitter for us, and now she's had to go two full matches um, as an outside hitter. So it's, she's pretty sore, (laughs) her her shoulder and her upper body is really sore from all the swings she's taking, but she's doing a fabulous job. You know, she's, she's passing every rotation. Her passing numbers haven't dipped. In fact, they've gotten better the last two matches, which is amazing considering she's now at, you know, hitting her offensive numbers are good. She hits out of the back row. I mean, she's, she's stepped up big time since Elle's gone out.
0: Tell me about your opponent, Creighton. There's some familiarity there with them. They obviously were a team you faced in the preseason, but both teams were kind of experimenting and and a totally different deal now. And they've had a great season. Tell me about their team and some of the challenges that this presents.
1: Obviously, they're good. They're very well coached. I think uh, Kirsten does such a terrific job with that team. And that program has really um, emerged over the last few years. They have really nice pin hitters. So their outsides get a lot of sets and they're just, they're good players. They're young. Uh, They're kind of like us in a way, you know, they have a a senior middle, I think a senior libero, but then everybody else is is a little bit younger. So their their pins are, are young, but talented. They have a really nice middle who gets a lot of sets, Bollinger, and just is a little different how she hits. She doesn't hit necessarily a ton of quicks. You see her on high balls more and they use her in a different way. So they're just solid. They've got some size. They've got a couple big 6'4", you know, 6'5", kids out there. But I think what stands out to me is just their block in defense. That's been pretty impressive. I would almost maybe compare them to an Oklahoma or, or okay. not. I mean, they're, they have a different style of play, but they just are really solid blocking defensively. And so uh, they're tough to score on. That'll be the big challenge with them.
0: That's one of the great things about playing in the Big 12. You're always facing great competition. Uh, you performed well twice against Texas this season. Mm-hmm. Performed well against Baylor in one of the uh, matchups with them. Mm-hmm. Those are the top two overall seeds in this event. (laughs) So you are used to facing good competition. You know what it takes to beat a a great program like Crate.
1: I hope so. You know, I hope, I hope we've learned a lot about our team over the year and with our preseason schedule, which was very tough. And then of course the big 12, like you said, the top two seeds in the tournament are, are big 12 teams. That's pretty awesome. But we've had a grind of a, of a conference season, but it's also exposed us. It's also shown us where we're weak and, and pretty specifically, you know, in terms of rotations, in terms of You know how our attackers can score in terms of you know what every match we see different teams go after different passers you know it's it's really shows you over all that time where you got it what you got to shore up and what you're good at too and where you could score we've had to rely on different people night to night it's not always been the same person we've played a lot of different people over the year with for a variety of reasons but I think we know where we're at. Now this new lineup <laughs> is throwing another little wrinkle into it, so we're, we're figuring our new lineup out a little bit more. But, you know, Creighton's not going to necessarily know the lineup that's coming. We don't really know it yet, so <laughs> a little element of surprise, yeah. I think this season has been terrific in preparation for the tournament.
0: Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. As always, you are well represented on the All-Big 12 team, which was just announced. Uh, I want to ask you about each of these players that earned recognition from the conference and, and get your thoughts on the kind of season that they had, starting with Eleanor Holthouse uh, first team All-Big 12.
1: Yeah, Elle's uh, just she's just stepped up so big time this year. You know, last year as a freshman, her role was important but limited, into mostly just block a ball and kill the ball. and <laughs> Don't worry about anything else. And now this year, we're having her pass and hit out of the back row, serving, playing defense. Her load is so much bigger, and yet her numbers in the front row stay high. So she's been the best player on the floor a lot of nights, uh, certainly for us and and versus our opponents as well. I mean, I think there's some nights she's just dominant. And so her growth and, and even just maturity, just leadership and maturity over the last year has been awesome to witness. And um, lo- really hoping she can get back on the court this weekend and you know, just show everyone uh, up, in, up in Minneapolis what she's capable of, because she can be so dominant. She's so fun to watch. She's doing so many good things for us. I'm, I'm hopeful she'll be out there this weekend.
0: Candelaria Herrera, also first team All-Big 12, had a very busy year and a very successful year.
1: She is a gem. I mean, she's just a gem of a person. So hardworking, so humble, just really, really good teammate. The whole experience of going down to Argentina and meeting her family just made you appreciate even more what she's about and where she's from and what she's had to sacrifice to to be here. So I'm happy to see her recognized. She she works her butt off. She's uh, a very talented player. She's becoming one of the best blockers I've coached. You know, I put her in a top tier right now of just a few middles that can block as well as she does and doing some really good things for us so uh, so happy is here and, and getting some recognition.
0: Avery Rhodes great to have her back in the lineup this year and she got second team all big 12.
1: Yeah Avery has had a great year you know she set out last year with an injury and that's hard to come back from she had a, a surgery on her hip and that's a pretty huge thing for a middle, all the cutting, all the jumping, you do a lot of one foot takeoffs as a middle. So that was a pretty significant injury for her and has taken her a while to come back from. But I think she's had a terrific season, obviously, that recognition. She's playing as good as I've seen her play. You know, she took her a little while to get going, but I think in the last month or so, she's just been... Pretty dominant as an attacker in particular. And what's so great about what she does is you have to pay attention to her. You cannot leave her alone for one play. Um, she'll if you're not paying attention to her, she's going to get a kill. And I, we we always say she's she's got like that ESPN highlight, uh, Sports Center highlight clips because she just annihilates the ball sometimes and she makes the opponent pay attention.
0: Piper Mock, uh, Setter second team, yep. all Big 12?
1: Yeah, happy for Piper. You know, she's really grown and improved a lot over the last year. I think in system, and that means, you know, when the ball is passed up towards the net or even if it's tight, I think she's one of the best I've coached. She's just really good up at the net, handling tight balls, tight passes. I think she's really good at setting middle, and, you know, Candy and Avery getting recognition I think is a really nice reflection of Piper's ability. Setting in the middle is hard. It's it's a very concise connection. You have to really work at it and have confidence with it, and um, the fact that we have two middles on the All Big 12 says that Piper's doing something right with those guys.
0: Annie Hatch uh, is named to the All-Freshman team. That's a uh, nice recognition for her.
1: Annie has been just incredible for us. Uh, I didn't know what to expect out of her as a freshman, and she's um, been on the court, gosh, just about every point since she's been here, and um, she's terminating for us she's also blocking really well I think she's one of the, our better blockers and she's an important part of what we've been trying to do this year so happy to see her recognized as well.
0: And Mikael Schuler didn't make the All-Big 12 team but what, a, what an yeah. important part of your team and you have to appreciate as a coach the fact that she was willing to yes. do whatever it took to help the yeah. team.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of bummed. I'm actually really bummed she didn't get on something because I think she deserves it. But it's tricky because you see her numbers. Her numbers don't necessarily rank high up there just because of how we're using her and how she's playing. Where we're playing her doesn't necessarily give her the, the highest digs, but she, where she plays is very important. She, she's a great passer. I think she's probably the best passer, uh, libero passer this season, but we are also using her now as an outside hitter, so I think it's tricky for coaches to put her in a box, you know, to put her in a category, but man, she's a great player. I think she's an emerging star for us um, in the back row and the front row. Uh, You're just, I think, just beginning to see, you know, what she's going to do over the years.
0: Last thing for you, I know that all your focus and all your attention right now is on beating Creighton, and it should be, but um, as you look at this from the big picture view, here's a very young team with just one senior, which is back in the NCAA tournament, that's really got to help when you think about how will next year's team approach the season, the confidence level they should have going into it, I would think this is a very big deal.
1: For sure, you know we've we've thought about that all year, um, really in the back of our heads. I thought this is a team that's going to continue to get better and better over not just this season, but over the next couple years. So I think that bodes well for us. Every year's different. I mean, I don't think you want to take anything for granted, certainly. But the the idea that uh, the thought that we have all these people back who've had a lot of success, um, you know, we have a really nice young team. It's uh, is exciting to me. You know, we'll have something to build on over the next uh, over the coming years and we'll keep adding good players to that mix and you know I think the the future is bright.
0: I'm sure there'll be a lot of cyclone fans up in Minneapolis cheering you on and we wish you well. Christy, congratulations on getting back in the tournament.
1: Thanks. We're thrilled, excited to to still be playing.
0: Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.